Don't worry, you're in the right place. Resilient Faith Online is now Amplify Your Authority. I'm Marissa Shadrick, and I'll continue to bring you a wonderful blend of powerful marketing strategies with a touch of personal growth insights for business success. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode. Hey there, do you remember the movie Jerry Maguire with Tom Cruise and that famous line, show me the money. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today as we dive into seven ways to earn revenue without a website here on the Resilient Faith Online Show. Welcome. I'm Arissa Shadrick, host of the Resilient Faith Online Show. I'm an online marketing coach and certified copywriter. In this podcast, you'll find a different perspective to the external and internal challenges we face as online content creators. Join me for some inspiration and practical tips as we create positive change online. To connect with me in my private Facebook group, go to marissashadrick.com forward slash community. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? Yes, today we're going to talk about money. But there is nothing wrong with money. Nope, not at all. I think some of us have a mindset that money is evil, but really greed is evil and the misuse of money is evil, but money itself is just a tool. It's a way to stimulate the economy. It's a way to have more resources, to give more, to uh, be able to outsource and create jobs for other people. Money is a good thing. And we can be good stewards of money, but we need to make it first. (laughs) So we're going to talk about seven ways to earn revenue without a website, just to show you that there are various ways that you can earn passive income while you're creating your amazing program, whether it's coaching, whether it's service work, whether it's digital courses, I will touch a little bit on that and give you some things to think about. But we're going to just dive in and look at various ways that we can generate some passive income. Now, some of these suggestions may not be a good fit for you, but some of these might Let me just share some of them and then you pick and choose what you think you might want to look into or deep dive into a little further. So number one is vlogging. Now, a lot of you may think, well, how can I make money doing videos? Well, YouTube is a search engine and oftentimes if people are really good at public speaking and they love creating videos and they are really good at doing the post-production work and they have it all dialed in, what happens is that oftentimes YouTube will want to advertise on your YouTube channel. And so there is a place that you can go, YouTube Partner Program, and it will show you how you can monetize your YouTube channel. Wouldn't that be nice just to be able to do that? And if you've noticed podcasters do that as well, if podcasts do well, they can have advertisers also advertise. Oftentimes you hear it as the show is sponsored by, and then they give a name and they talk about the product. So those are ways that you can earn some revenue is thinking about how you can monetize your YouTube channel or your podcast. Number two are affiliate programs. Now, affiliate programs are great. And what I typically do is if I have a program or I have a tool that I just purchased and I'm really excited, I love how it works, it's really easy to use, then I immediately 
email them or find out if they have an affiliate program. And so I will go back and forth with email or I'll fill out the form, whatever it is they want me to do. And then once I get the response and I have an affiliate link, I put it on a Google sheet and I just kind of forget about it, but I have a Google sheet that's titled affiliate links. And that way, as I'm doing things and as I'm coaching and as I'm sharing the podcast or maybe a live stream in my Facebook group, if there is a tool or a program or something that would fit and I share it, I'll share my affiliate link to that program or that particular tool. I mean, why not, right? I'm promoting it and I'm using it. And that's really kind of the the bottom line. If you use it and you love it, why not get a little kickback for promoting it? And so that's a great way to just do that is whatever you buy, just immediately check and see if they have an affiliate program. So I have an affiliate program for a calendar that I use that I really love. I have an affiliate program for Canva because I love Canva. So there's various programs, there's various tools that you really absolutely enjoy and you use all the time that you can share with someone else. And rather than just send to their website, you can give them the affiliate link. Usually it's not a lot of money, it's a little bit, but you never know if it's a tool that is popular and a lot of people use it, you can, you can see checks every month, which would be a nice thing. Okay. Number three, for those of you that want to do any type of freelance work and you want to showcase your exceptional services that you have, you can uh, discover Upwork and you can post it up there. And that way the leads will come to you as people inquire and want to hire you to do some type of service work. So that's a great way to be able to become visible and be able to get some clients is using Upwork. Now, the fourth way is a Kindle book doing direct publishing. Now, this would be like a low entry type offer when you create a Kindle book, but make sure it aligns with your overall strategy, whatever strategy you have for your business. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that after I give you these seven tips, because it's really, really important. So a Kindle book is another way that you can create some passive income by writing a short read. They're not as long as a regular book. And that might be a great thing to put on your website or a great way to bring people into your community. Number five is coaching. Coaching is low-hanging fruit, just like service work. Oftentimes people start with coaching or service work when they're first getting started online. And once they hear what clients are saying and maybe things that they never thought about that they should teach, or maybe the pace that you're delivering it, maybe you realize after having some clients that you got to slow down or you got to speed up or you need to provide more templates or more resources. It really helps to do coaching before you even consider creating digital products. So to be able to do coaching, there are some great books out there. There's one book that I can recommend, The Prosperous Coach. That would give you a lot of tips if you're thinking of doing one-on-one or group coaching. Number six is Amazon Associates. You can promote products and be able, again, with the affiliate program, be able to earn a little bit of revenue. Now, if you're, say, a podcaster and you're going to recommend tools, that could be your lead magnet. You know, my go-to tools for podcasting, you create this lead magnet where you show recommended tools and why you love it and what it does. You can have a link and the link would go to your Amazon affiliate link. 
And that would be a great way to earn some passive income. Plus it's a nice lead magnet as well. So you get a twofer for that one, create a lead magnet, but you also connect it with Amazon affiliate links. The seventh one is of course, digital courses. Now for this one, you want to make sure you really understand your market. You want to make sure you've had some success in the past. You've done some coaching, you understand what people love, what they don't like. And at that point you can create a course that's more a do it at your own pace. And maybe you can complement that digital course by showing up for Q and a calls once a month or whatever it might be. Now, some of the digital courses, people get stuck at that point because they're thinking, how do I do that? What about the checkout page, all the technology? There are tools out there that will allow you to create digital courses and it takes a percentage of the sale. So you can use something like Teachable or you can use something like Thinkific and create a course and it has the whole process built in so that your course lives there and people can go ahead and access and consume the content right there on that platform. So they take a percentage of each purchase as compensation. So it's really simple to do and they've made it plug and play. So it's not really heavy on the tech as well. And there's some old platforms that you might want to consider as well, like Gumroad or Udemy. You can use some of those as well. So there are platforms there. But if you're thinking, I don't want it on someone else's site, I want it on my own site, I want more control of the course itself, there are plugins you can use on website platforms. So you just have to look for plugins and whether it's WordPress or whatever you use and see if it integrates with your website platform, you'll probably need a new URL. You just have to see those details, but that would be a way for you to own the site, own the course not have to pay any money every time you make a purchase, but you would have to pay for the domain of that site. So it just depends on what works best for you, what you feel comfortable with as far as where you want to put your digital course. Now I've recently upgraded and I'm using Mighty Networks and that one allows you to put courses in there and it has more of a community feel to it. I really like it. So there's a lot of platforms that are coming out these days. So really you have to do your due diligence and decide what works best. What's the best price point. If you use a plugin to create your own website course platform, it might be lower cost, but it might not be as user-friendly as using something like Teachable or Thinkific. So you just have to see what works best for you and what would be a good first step if you're just starting out with digital courses. And then of course, if you're doing freelance work, as I mentioned earlier, you can use Upwork and all you really need is a way to schedule a call. So you can use something like Calendly and then you can also use Zoom and you don't even need the paid version. It just depends if they're 30 minute calls. If you're going to go for hour calls, then you would need the paid version because I think Zoom the free version is still only 40 minutes, I believe. You need to kind of check that to see what the latest is with Zoom. But if you did provide 30-minute coaching sessions, which sometimes that's a good idea because there's only so much people can consume, right? So if you deal with one particular topic and you're going back and forth with questions and answers and then you give some type of step that they need to do, 30 minutes might be enough. It just depends on your industry and what you're doing. 
So there's lots of ways to go around uh, being able to create these things. But here's what I want to point out. The seven ways to create revenue is a way to create passive revenue. Um, Digital course is a little bit more involved. So the seventh suggestion is more involved. And it's really when you're at the point of really understanding your audience and you're ready to create something rather than repeat it over and over again, the same content, you know, this is what your audience needs to consume. You know, it's the right steps for them. And so you might as well just automate that and maybe bring people in through a webinar or some type of challenge or boot camp to be able to offer them the digital course. But here's what happens. I find people that are really, really busy in their business, but they're not really working on income producing activity. In other words, they're doing too many things. They're creating too much non-income producing work. There's no clear path to the final ultimate goal of where they want to lead people. They'll create things, they'll create lead magnets, they'll create some type of event, but there's no real path as to where that's taking them or why they're creating these things. So oftentimes the lead magnets might be weak or may not be aligned with the overall customer journey. So you need to understand that the ultimate goal of where you want to bring people really depends on the time and how you see yourself showing up, say in three years from now. How long do you want to work each week? What does a typical day look like? What time do you want to start? What time do you want to end? You know, those type of things. Do you like getting on Zoom calls? Do you like group coaching? Do you like one-on-one coaching? Do you like just being behind the scenes and creating content? Do you enjoy public speaking? Do you enjoy being on camera, on video? All those things come to play because ultimately you're creating something that you're going to live with, right? (laughs) So you want to make sure that you start with the end in mind and work backwards and then figure out what is the logical first step. And it could be, as we discussed earlier, one of the ways to create revenue is maybe creating a Kindle book and starting there. And that would be your low entry offer. What would be the mid range? What would be the high end offer or even maybe a premium offer and figure out what is it that you ultimately want and give yourself permission to dream a little bit. What would life look like in three years if everything went according to plan? So rather than spend a lot of time creating like free events and free content and being on social media and trying to grow Twitter and trying to grow, you know, LinkedIn and Instagram and Facebook and all these things without really knowing where it's headed and not having a really clear lead magnet because the lead magnet is really the first step. And oftentimes people struggle, well, what do I sell and what do I give away? It really depends on the industry, but what you're trying to do is give them enough content to whet their appetite, where they realize that you have expertise, that you have value to bring, that you have a certain personality or style that resonates with them. So your lead magnet is going to communicate a lot of these things that aren't even printed in words. And it's going to be that first level of trust. And then the next step is going to be logical. From that point, that milestone that they reach from that lead magnet, it's going to bring them to the next step. Now, there's something that I also want to address when it comes to the lead magnet too, because oftentimes people create a lead magnet without a clear strategy of where they're headed, without having the end in mind. And it's been said that you only have to be a few steps 
ahead of others. And they say that to be able to build your confidence, right? But let me just say that if you have an interest in being online, if you have any type of experience or skill, if you've learned some things, if you want to shorten the learning curve for others, you don't have to be two steps ahead. In fact, I think two steps ahead isn't enough. Let me give you an example of a hike. If I was going on a hike with other people and I have somebody in front of me and they're two steps ahead of me and they have no map, they have no compass, they have no clear direction, they're just two steps ahead of me and they don't know where they're going. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Many coaches, consultants, service providers, and even course creators understand the power of having an email list. It is your greatest asset. However, lead magnets have not been converting like they used to. The market has changed. Hi, I'm Marissa Shadrick, online marketing consultant, certified brand and certified copywriter. I've got a brand new membership program and it's called Amplify Your Message. This private membership is exclusively to help you with your lead acquisition, your lead magnets. It's so affordable. Anyone can be a part of this. Only $29 a month. And I show up for coaching calls. We brainstorm ideas. I give copy critiques. I help you improve your lead acquisition process. You can get all the information at marissashadrick.com forward slash community. I'll see you there. Take care. Why would I want to follow them? Right? Why would I want to follow them? So the idea of the two steps ahead of someone else is really just a mindset thing. It's to build your confidence. But from a strategy perspective, you need to be beyond two steps. You need to understand where you're going to take them. And that will give them the confidence to follow you because you're going to be confident in knowing this is where we're ultimately going. I understand my strategy. This is where we're headed. This is ultimately where I want to bring them. And this is how I'm going to show up every day. And this is how I'm going to have work-life balance. And you begin to create this based on that ultimate goal of what you're trying to achieve and how you're trying to serve people. And being just two steps ahead isn't enough because you're not going to know where you're going. You're going to be confused as far as what you need to create. And you're going to confuse people that are trying to follow you. So you need to have a clear direction. You have to have your own compass and your own map. And some people even create a graphic to show the process, the journey, that this is the first milestone. And then you turn the corner and then you reach this milestone and then you turn a corner and then you reach this milestone. And people get that. They get that when they see a visual and they see that process, they go, oh, now I get it. And it really, really helps in your marketing as well, because people are at different stages of learning. Some people are completely clueless. They may need what you have to offer, but they don't know it yet. They're clueless. While others are interested in the topic, in the the industry or the thing that you're trying to offer, they're interested in that, but that's it. They are aware that this exists, that this topic exists, right? But that's it. It stops there. And then there's others that are not only interested, but they're struggling. It's personal now. 
they're struggling and they're experiencing some pain regarding this topic and they're uncomfortable. But then there's even a next stage. They're beyond uncomfortable. Now they're looking, now they're seeking. They need to find an answer for this struggle that they're going through. And then the ultimate stage, which is really low hanging fruit if you're trying to sell online, are those that are desperate that needed it three months ago. They're not only interested and struggling and seeking, they are desperate now. But depending on where they are, your copy needs to align to that. So you have to really understand your market. So it's not enough to be two steps ahead. You need to know where you're going to take them ultimately. And then you got to understand where they are because they may not be ready to go on this journey with you, right? So you have to understand where they are and align everything for them because it's all about them. It's not about us. It's not about our business. It's not about how eloquent we write copy. It's really about understanding our market. Once you understand your market, it's going to make it much easier to create the messaging for your website, to create the opt-in and the thank you page, what you're going to offer on the thank you page. The email sequences are going to make sense. You'll be able to put all the information on all your social bios. Your content will always direct them to call to action that leads them to that first step because you know where you're leading them to. You are a leader and you know what they need and you're going to take them step by step. So the tech is really where people get really hung up. But if you're starting out, you want to try to create revenue as quickly as possible. And some of the best low hanging fruit is doing service work and doing coaching. And then from there, once you really understand your market, you can create a digital course, but there's so much revenue to be made in coaching. I mean, coaching is a thriving industry. It is growing because people on their own, as far as a digital course, oftentimes they don't finish it. But coaching, they have to show up and they get heard. People want to be seen. People want to be heard. People want to be helped. People want to be encouraged. So you can come alongside them with coaching. And with coaching, you don't need a whole heck of a lot, like we said earlier. If you have Zoom, you can coach. And you don't even have to have the paid version. And if you have PayPal, you can invoice somebody. It could be as easy as that. And you can generate revenue and then go from there. So to recap, let me just say, you need to be more than two steps ahead of people. You need to know where you're taking them on this journey and what the ultimate goal is for them and for you. And then you also need to be obsessed about your audience. You need to really listen, have your radar on and listen to the questions that they're asking. If you register for a webinar, you register for a program, you should be looking at the chat and see what people are asking. You should see what the questions are. If you're part of a Facebook group, which most people are, they have multiple groups they've joined. And I know because when people fill out the questionnaire to join our private Facebook community, I can see that they've joined 25, 30, 40 other groups. So you probably have a lot of groups that you've joined. You can see which one of those groups, how many of those groups are relevant to the topic that you cover. And you can kind of be like a fly on the wall, listening and looking to see what questions people are asking. You can find out by just Googling and looking to see what topics there are, what people are searching for. You can look to see what books are being published. You can use YouTube as well and see what videos are being created around that topic as well. 
You can do some market research and simply ask people, ask people questions. I did that for a while. Oh, I don't know, six, eight months ago. I was just randomly asking people on LinkedIn, you know, when it comes to copywriting, what's their biggest struggle? And some people were kind enough to give me lots of information as far as what their struggles were. I needed to find out from them what it was that they were struggling with, not just assume. So it's really important to be more than two steps ahead of people and to really know what the journey looks like that you're going to take them on and also be obsessed with them and be a good listener and listen to see what it is that they really, really need. Because chances are maybe half the stuff you want to create in the digital course aren't even needed because they're not interested in that. It might be something totally different that can be much simpler to create, but you wouldn't know it unless you ask. So I hope that helped today. I just wanted to give you some thoughts as far as ways that you can earn some passive revenue as you begin to provide service work or coaching, as you begin to dial in what the path looks like as far as the journey that you want to take people on. And then you can create your lead magnet that aligns with that and not create a whole bunch of different things. You know, just work on one strategy that you can improve and tweak and and perfect. Because remember, there's a lot of copy that's involved in anything that you create. So you want to make sure that you work on one and get it dialed in really, really well. All right. I hope that helped. Until next time, if you have a question or you want to give me a comment, I would love for you to follow me on Instagram and then just DM me and I'll be happy to answer your question or just connect with you. So until next time, take care. Wait, before you go, if you found this podcast helpful, subscribe so you never miss an episode. Every subscription, review or rating means so much to me. Remember, Cultivate Resilient Faith Online to create positive change in the world. If you enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to be part of the Amplify Your Authority podcast community, I would be thrilled. Not only do you get the Monday Marketing Memo, quick reads to help you start the week, but you also receive each new episode in your inbox with all the links, all the show notes, and all the content upgrades. You'll also have an opportunity to submit your copy for critique live on LinkedIn when we record the podcast. Or if you'd like to be a guest, there'll also be information on how you can do that. Thanks so much. Hope to see you inside the community.